I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin. And this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Welcome to Inside Cajun Nation. This week, Cajun football is off. Cajun soccer's on the road. Cajun volleyball is back home. In fact, let's start there. Louisiana, after a four-game road trip, returns to the friendly confines of Earl K. Long to face South Alabama for two. As they returned home, Louisiana won seven of its last ten matches. That includes a split at Texas State. That win was Louisiana's first five-set victory. Head coach Christy Gray on the importance of that win. A couple things with it. That was our first five-set win of the season. You know, we were 0-3 prior to that. I think it was three. Um, so to be able to do that and then win on the road against, you know, a very good team, it is big for us. I think it shows the girls that they are that good, and when they put their minds to something and work hard, they can go beat these teams. Game one. Jags have won the first two sets. Set three, Kara Barnes, Sienna DeCambra with the double-team block. Louisiana would win that set. And then set four, Shire Richardson would apply the kill. Louisiana forces a fifth set. And in that deciding set, Nikki Capizia ends it for the Jaguars, ending the Cajuns' attempt at a reverse sweep. Louisiana looks again to do a split on the series. Cajuns down by two sets again. Maya Wilson applying the cross-court winner. Then later on, Abby Cunningham closes the set for the Cajuns, and now they're down two sets to one. Themis Folks, he's excited about it. However, South Alabama would win the set and the match, sweeping the Cajuns in Lafayette. Meanwhile, the Cajuns soccer team headed to play South Alabama on the road. Last time out, a 2-1 win over Southern Miss. For head coach Chris McBride, the only way to beat the Jags is for the Cajuns to do, as a classic Lion King song says, be prepared. When we've executed the game plan, we've been fantastic. South Florida, uh, Old Dominion, we've put in some really good performances and some good results. However, when, when we slip on some of the game plans, uh, Lamar, ULM, um, when we're not sticking to our jobs and our responsibilities and we're maybe getting a little bit carried away, then that's where it hurts us a little bit. So, again, we'll just be going in and we'll be focusing on our game plan. And, and when that final whistle goes, if we're fortunate enough to be on the other end of it, we'll review and we'll evaluate and, and see what it means. But at the time, we just want to make sure that we're in control of everything we're doing. We're, we're playing where our feet are and, and we're focusing on everything that, that we have control over. In the 21st minute of that game, Natalie Mays laying out there to help keep the Jags off the board. Scoreless in the 56th minute, Abby Jacobs breaks the deadlock and gets South Alabama on the board. Then a couple of minutes later, Rebecca Calderoni Martinez would make it 2-0 Jaguars. Jags win 5-0. Cajun football's win last week over Texas State. Got some recognition, some players were recognized. Dalen Cambry was named the Sun Belt Special Teams Player of the Week after his punt block of the Bobcats in the fourth quarter. Quarterback Zion Chris, who will score the game-winning touchdown, later named the Manning Awards Star of the Week. Chris accounted for three touchdowns in victory. Now, speaking of Chris, he took over for a bit injured 
Ben Woolridge a few weeks ago, and since then has continued executing his job. Head coach Michael Desermo says a big third and long play late in the game proved the kind of player Chris could be. In fact, he believes his calm demeanor in the big moments is one of his biggest attributes. You know, you just feel like with him back there, you know, the moment's not going to be too big. He's going to find a way. And I mean, even if he'd have taken off and run for 10 yards, we're going to go for it on fourth and 10. And uh, so, you know, I mean, it's just kind of who he is a little bit. You know, he's always kind of ready to go. And, you know, he makes makes a, a poor decision, you know, and almost gets one of them picked and he comes back. He's like, that's my fault. You know, sorry, but, you know, it's my bad. I, I'm, you know, I'm good, you know, and it's like, OK, well, let's go. Let's go make a better decision next time. And he does. So, um He's growing through this thing, you know. I mean, that's but the only way to do it is to play, and he's playing really well. He's doing a lot of really, really good things for us, and I mean, none probably bigger than that play, right? But uh, you know, there's going to be big moments for him. There's going to be some lows too. That's just the nature of that position. So the Cajuns are on a bye, as sports director George Faust reports. Head coach Michael Dejamo says he plans to make the most of it. Thanks so much. The Texas State win for the Raging Cajuns sets the foundation for a Sunbelt West championship run. Now, UL enters the next six weeks with a playoff mentality. Top to bottom, I mean, you better, you better prepare every week really well, and then you got to go out and you got to go play well. I mean, there's, I say this all the time, and, and I know a lot of people, I mean, but it, if you don't show up, if you show up ready to play every week, you have a chance to win every week. If you don't show up ready to play, you will lose. I mean, that, it's that simple. The Cajuns enter their bye week with a 4-2 and two record. And the encouraging thing is, this week gives them a chance to focus on themselves. I feel like through six weeks, we've gotten better every week. Um, we need to continue to get better going into a bye week. This week's going to be critically important for us to really get to focus on ourselves focus on continuing to develop some of this depth. Um, you know, still a lot of work to do with the starters too now because certainly it doesn't get any easier um, as you look forward at the schedule. Their first opponent after their bye week will be Georgia State. It's a team that they've never lost to in football. Now, the Cajuns are 6-0 and in the series all time against the Panthers. Reporting from Cajun Field, George Faust, KLFY News 10 Sports. Homecoming is coming. Next on Inside Cajun Nation, we have a homecoming event you may be interested in. This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling. Inside Cajun Nation is back. As your homecoming week approaches, many different activities will take place. That includes the annual Bill Bass Golf Tournament. Now, this tournament honors former Raging Cajun golf coach and it helps the current team by providing assistance to the squad. The tournament, a four-person scramble, that's coming up Friday at the Le Vieux Chien Golf Course. It's an 11 a.m. check-in at lunch. Shotgun starts at noon. Registration is taking place now. For entries and information, call 337-654-4161. Cajun softball fall exhibition play underway recently. Faced off with LSU Eunice. Cajuns will play home and home contests against McNeese and Southeastern Louisiana. Louisiana will host Southeastern October 25th, McNeese November 3rd. Cajuns are defending Sunbelt regular season and conference champions, and they've reached the Super Regional round last season. Cajun basketball, men's and women's basketball, opens on November 6th in the Cajun Dome. 
Now, conference schedules are out for both squads. Let's start with the women. The women's season starts November 6th, hosting Spring Hill College. Louisiana then will have road games at defending champion LSU, UNO, and Auburn. They will take on a MAC school in February. The Cajuns will then host Kent State, Nichols, Xavier of Louisiana, Loyola of Louisiana, Lamar, and LSU Shreveport. All Cajun women's home games are free to the public all season long. As for the men, they'll have an exhibition against UT Tyler October 30th. Then their first official contest is against Youngstown State November the 6th. The Cajuns will also host Louisiana College, Loyola of Louisiana, and Eastern Kentucky. The Cajuns will also face Toledo, Samford, LaTeX, McNeese State, and Rice on the road. Louisiana will also take part in the Gulf Coast Showcase in Fort Myers, Florida. Last year, the Cajuns won the Sun Belt Conference Tournament, then reached the NCAA Tournament. Thursday night, the University of Louisiana held its first NIL benefit banquet. The new initiative set up by the University of Clou Alons launched its first event Thursday. The purpose of these events to create NIL funds for student athletes. More than 400 supporters showed up for the basketball celebration gala. And head coach Bob Marlin says this helps the university compete in the ever-changing world of college athletics. It's the way of the, the new way, the way of the future, and we need to make sure that, that we're competitive in this area, in this arena, and, and this is a great start for us. Seeing that our hard work pays off and that the community coming towards us and helping us and supporting us means a lot. And we're going to have more on Crew Alon with its president. That's coming up next on Inside Cajun Nation. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation, everybody. George Faust here, as always, joined by John Aiken. He's the president of Crew Alons. And now, what is that? It's a, it's a new <laughs> initiative that's yeah. happening for the Raging Cajuns, and you've yep. taken it over. Yeah. So Crew Alons is the NIL collective for University of Louisiana Athletics. Uh, what does that mean? That's the name, image, and likeness space that we're now in. Uh, so our collective operates to raise funding create experiences, create events uh, to support the monetization of the name, image, and likeness of our student athletes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. Y'all held, held an event um, this past week, and it was, it was very successful. I had a yeah. chance to, to be out there. Um, is it, was it as successful from your aspect as it was from, from a viewer's aspect? Yeah, I thought for several reasons, you know, being the first event of the crew, you want to have a great first impression, and I thought we really did that. I thought uh, the venue was incredible. You know, the Doubletree did a great job of dressing it up. It looked great. We had the cheer there. The basketball players were in tuxedos. They did an unbelievable job. Uh, this was my, I guess, my sixth event that I've ran uh, sure. through the years. Coach Marlin's players were by far the most engaging of any of the groups I've had, uh, just really good. Um, we had 16 live auction items that turned into 18. We doubled a bunch of them. So, I mean, I don't know what the total number is, but it's into the six figures, and we raised a bunch of money, and yes. we had a really good time. Wayne Toops was there. Obviously, he does a great job. Uh, and so it created a really, really good vibe and atmosphere, and I've gotten so many compliments. This was a starting point. You know, this right. is kind of the jumping off, the launching of uh, getting the 
the crew out there, the collective. It's like a grand opening. Yeah, you sure. Know? And so now we can really launch from that event into some other things. Yeah, it, and it, it was it, there was a lot of uh, a lot of buzz surrounding, a lot of excitement, and. It didn't hurt that the Cajun basketball team went to the uh, NCAA tournament a year ago. Yeah. And I had a chance to talk to Coach Marlin uh, at the event. And he was telling me, I, you know, I kind of asked him a little bit about uh, what is it about this year's team you like? Because, and he said, you know, last year's team was really connected. They had a mm -hmm. great chemistry. Uh, this year's team, they, they kind of have that as well. Yeah. And uh, I think when you talk about the players being, being engaging, I think that's part of the reason they they just like each other yeah. in general, yeah. and uh, and that reflected in, in the Absolutely. event. Absolutely. So so you're no stranger to basketball, no. right? I mean, no. your background. Let's get into that a little bit. Sure. Uh, you're you're a coach. You're you're, you're a hoop guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talk about it. Where, where, where'd you come from? What 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 made you settle on uh, Lafayette and the Cajuns here? Yeah. So, for the last five years, I've been that school over out west, uh, down <laughs> I-10, just a little bit at McNeese. Uh, last couple is the head coach. And in March, they decided to go a different direction. Um, understandably so, we hadn't won quite enough and they brought in a guy that uh, can get some excitement going and will Wade. And so when that happened, uh, I was trying to figure out what I was gonna do. You know, I've coached for 15 years and you know this following coaches. When sure. you coach, guess what? Your family moves a whole lot. Yeah. And I have a 13 year old daughter who's in eighth grade She's been in six different schools already. And so for me, you know, she had just been named student council president. She was gonna be a cheer captain. I didn't feel like it was the right time to move and try to go chase a job in a different part of the country. Sure. Uh, and so I tried to figure out what I could do to stay located in Lake Charles or, or close. Yeah. Um, and so I had this idea to raise money through the events that I had done at McNeese. I had done these big events like we did this week. Yeah. Um, and so I hit up Coach Marlin and Coach Ladner at Southern Miss. And they both signed up quickly. They're like, yeah, we gotta do it for NIL, let's do it. Transition to start really working with Dr. Maggart and Coach Marlin here, and that's where the collective idea, the crew, became gotcha. a real vision. Gotcha. Um, and so, yeah. The neat thing about this NIL stuff, George, it's really recruiting, it's relationship building, obviously it's fundraising, but I get to spend so much time with different players. like. We're gonna have an event this week with the football team mm -hmm. uh, at Drago's, and I get to like be on the phone with those guys and find out what they're doing, talk to their families, um, and so it's really f met me in some of that coaching role, yeah, you sure. know. And I think I'm the only coach in America that's running an NIL collective, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy now, right? That that's that's a legal thing that can happen in the NCAA. I know, I know. <laughs> right, I know. So, well, look, don't go away. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk some more. Uh, John Aikens is joining us. Aiken is joining us, and uh, he's gonna chat more about what's the future look like uh, because this is the like Coach Marlin told me uh, the other night. This this is the future of mm -hmm. college athletics. Yep. So we're gonna check in on that and see what see what see what else you have planned <laughs> up your sleeve there. We'll do that in, a, in 90 seconds. Don't go away. More inside Cajun Nation after this. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. Still talking with John Aiken, and uh, he's with the, he's the president of Crew Alain. And, uh, and that is the NIL initiative for the University of Louisiana. And co coach, he's a coach. He coached at McNeese uh, for, uh, 
for a while. How many years were you at McNeese? Five years. Five years as yeah. the head coach at, uh, for the basketball program there. So it's pretty fitting that the fir- the major launching off point was a basketball event. That, yeah. uh, that yeah. makes sense. But uh, there, there's going to be a ton more. You, you, you're from every uh, indication. Everybody's talked to me about you. They're, they're like, oh, he's on the, he's hitting the ground running. He's, like, you know, we're we're rolling, we're rolling. So you have a lot on your plate. What's the What's the future look like? What, I know this uh, this week you also had the you had the th- event at Drago's, but uh, the, what's ahead of that? Yeah. Or after that? Yeah, absolutely. So with the event that we had this week for basketball, um, I mean, I told Dr. Maggart, the athletic director at UL, and uh, some others, I said, look, as soon as this basketball event's over, what's next? We got to be thinking about what are we doing next? For what sport? Who are we trying to engage? Um, and so I think what we'll probably end up doing is something with football. Um, that will coincide with the end of their year. Uh, we're going to have some conversations this week coming up, uh, Monday, Tuesday, about what that needs to look like, how we need to build that, uh, try to maybe partner that around the end of the season uh, banquet potentially. Um, so that's something we're looking at. But, yeah, absolutely, we've got to do something for football because they've got a couple guys that there's going to be some needs for. Um, and then the thing that we're doing really next week, we're rolling out. We have, I have a committee. Uh, a board advisory board, yeah, sure. I guess you could call it. Right. Um, names that you may be familiar with: Jace Conrad played baseball here, mm-hmm. Andre Huval, Hollis Conway, who was a, a track guy, um, William Kellner, Ken Judy. Some of those guys are going to uh, Ben Berth a lot with Lafayette Travel, Ben Boydoin. Yep. And so we're having our first advisory board meeting on Wednesday, Wednesday of next week to roll out what do we want to do next? How are we going to engage a wide swath of people uh, with this basketball event? I had a separate committee that was just basketball focused, and then we built this board that has more, it's touch, gonna touch all the sports. Um, and yeah, so now my thought is how do we drive it for somebody else? And then eventually, how do we grow a whole athletic department event? What does that look like? Right, well, what's interesting to me is, is so now, you know, golf is, uh, is like, do, does do what you do include like the golf realm, the tennis realm, Anything, all yeah. that. You're, you're, so not only are football players, I mean, obviously football is the, kind of the, the bell cow, but there's other sports that you can kind of, you know, hey, you can also attract some other some athletes because of this. And that's the next thing I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, how is it when, you, when you, like, it helps out the athlete? I mean, is this a good recruiting tool, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I think I – think- as it grows, especially at the P5 schools, yeah. I think they're using it and recruiting a lot more, um, which technically it's, you're not allowed to, and you're, you can't induce, you can't use it as a recruiting tool. Um, my goal, my vision is to have such a robust, well-known, well-executed collective experience, like the event last night. Sure. You know, that when student athletes come on campus as recruits, they hear about these events that oh, the collective has done. you got to hear what we yeah. did last yeah. week you know, they or see, last month. They last see pictures. Week. They see videos. And right. they see the engagement that the collective is having um, that we're getting every week. We get student athletes doing something. They're out in the community. We're doing things with them. And so now that becomes the recruiting piece of it. It's a, it's a known thing. It almost sells itself. Right. You right. Know? Got you. Um, the retention part is, to me, the biggest driver right now because we're at the end of the day, we're behind. I mean, this has been – something that was rolled out over two years ago, and we're just now getting ours off the ground. And so we've got a lot of hard soil to dig up and get going. Um, But yeah, I mean, to your point, I got a call from a guy in Lake Charles um, who's got 
a girl on the track team that he wants to try to support. Mm -hmm. He called me and said, hey, do you think you could do something for NIL with this girl? I said, absolutely. I mean, yeah, just let me know. And uh, if you're willing to put some money behind it, I'd be more than happy to do it. And so that's the cool thing. The neat right. thing is we can touch different uh, student athletes, different sports, cheer. We could do something with it, with the cheer program, oh, you wow. know. So um, there's a lot of avenues we could go. And I want to try to do something for all teams. Obviously, your big sport, your, your major sports, um, your football, your basketball, your baseball, softball. At the end of the day, softball has a chance to be a national championship yeah. program here, you know. And so um, it's, it, it's softball has always been since I've been here and I've been here a, a good while, uh, more than two decades. Yep. Uh, but softball has been the the one constant at the at the University of Louisiana that has always competed for a national championship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Never, never have they not been in the conversation of, hey, we're going to Oklahoma City. Yeah. So uh, that's definitely a, 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 a program that people get behind, especially, yeah. I mean, if you go to a game Dude. on a Tuesday afternoon at Lamson Park, it's packed. Dude, I went to, I just, <laughs> I was, so Lance Stutz, who played baseball here, is a good friend of mine. He's got a daughter who's a freshman. And I, we had a committee meeting for my basketball event at the Cajun Dome, and I was like, I'll just go over to softball. They're playing LSU Eunice. It's a fall game. I'll just be able to get a seat. There's probably going to be like 10 people in the stands. I'll just sit next to Lance. I had to park at Cajun Field to walk to the softball stadium. It was unbelievable. Right, they probably yeah. had 1,500 people there for a, yeah. a fall game against a JUCO. Yeah. I, it was just, I was blown away. Yeah. I was blown yeah. away. The, 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 the level of pride that the oh, softball man. program has is no doubt it's, yeah. it's up there. Yeah. Um, and, they they consistently deliver, so it, it doesn't go away. Yeah. They do, Coach Glasgow does a great job of just keeping the keeping the talent rolling. Yeah. Um, so is there anything else that 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 people need to know? How can they be a part of this? Yeah. Uh, because uh, that's that's how it happens, right? You Absolutely. Need, you need people to uh, take part and, and and pick up uh, pick up the uh, the tab, so to speak. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so. A variety of ways. Yeah, sure. You know, obviously with these events that we have, uh, like last night, we had 50 different table sponsors, um, people that gave silent auction items, live auction items, the bidders. That was a great way to get involved without a real heavy ask, where I'm not going and asking somebody for a $10,000 check. Correct. You know, there's a couple people last night, or uh, this week at the event, yeah. that spent ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 without us having to go and have a direct ask. You know, and so, that was a cool way to get that type of money into the collective. Uh, we do have traditional online giving where you can go onto our website, which is www.crewalon, and that's like a Mardi Gras crew, K-R-E-W-E-A-L-L-O-N-S.com. You can go on there. We got different levels. We got six different levels as part of the crew, and they're themed just like a Mardi Gras crew. Like we have a king of the crew. We've got a, a rider member of the crew. We got a social member of the crew. We got a walking member of the crew. Um, I really wanted it to fit this culture. Good stuff. So give us the website one more time. www.crewalon, and I'll spell it out, K-R-E-W-E-A-L-L-O-N-S.com. All right. Good stuff. John, thanks so much for your time. Thank you, man. I really appreciate being on here. I used to be on a show called Pogue Nation. I like the red and <laughs> the, black Cajun the, Nation a little Cajun bit better. Cajun Nation <laughs> rolls, rolls a little better off the top. I like it. All right. Good stuff. Well, thanks so much for being here. We appreciate it. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Inside Cajun Nation. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Cajun Nation.